Hello, I am Rachel Vandenberg, and I'd like to welcome Michelle Hurt today to the Travel Leader Podcast. Michelle and I have connected on LinkedIn, and I thought she had a great background for a conversation about leadership and hospitality and travel. Um, so we're going to jump right in and learn a little bit more about Michelle and her leadership. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you so much. I feel very honored and privileged to be able to just give my insights on how I feel about the hospitality industry. It's a huge passion for mine and, and it and just to be able to share that is just very exciting for me. Awesome. Well, thanks for being here. So by way of introduction, um, I'm curious about what's kind of the red thread that has run throughout your career? Um, well, I really feel like it's just like the desire to help others in any way possible. Um, I got my degree as a CNA at St. Mary of the Woods College. And just starting there, just being able to help people just fulfilled my heart. Um, and then whenever I had the opportunity to start at a, a hotel, it just further like lit something inside of me that was like, this is your calling. This is the career path you need. And ever since then, it's just been my motivation to just continue to grow in my career. That's great. I mean, that is like the essence of hospitality, right? right? The right. very definition is wanting to help people and have a passion for that. Yes. Um, so do you think, uh, you know, that that passion and, and how that drives you, what is the ultimate impact that you would like to have on the industry? I would just like everyone to know that it doesn't matter where you came from. It's about how, where you go and what you put into that career and building that up. Um, I just want everyone to realize that. It just takes your motivation, your dedication, not to listen to anyone else. Um, because as you know, I've, I started as housekeeping years and years ago. And a lot of times I think people get stuck in the fact that I'm just this, I'm just this, and they don't feel like there's a growth. Um, but in the hospitality industry, I felt like ha it opens the doors to a lot of possibilities. And it's just a matter of your dedication and commitment to it. Yeah. There's two things I love about that. I mean, one is that I think that's a real struggle in the hospitality industry. And there's a lot of, of our colleagues who are talking about that right now, that a lot of people don't see the hospitality industry as a, a great industry to go into. Um, mm -hmm. And I think getting that message out that you just talked about, that it just opens doors. And, you know, that's a really important point uh, that I absolutely agree with. Um, the other thing you raised, which is such an important leadership topic, is about how you define yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I think we all get those kinds of beliefs and we say things to ourselves like, yeah, I'm just this and mm -hmm. I can't become something else. Um, and you know, that is a kind of limiting belief that keeps people from growing, uh, yes. to something better. For sure. Yeah. For so sure. I just, I always feel like as a leader, 
I try to pull out their full potential because sometimes you don't see that. But when you're outside looking in and you see what they're doing, they might not under they might not realize, hey, that's going above and beyond what my title is. And that to me leads into a conversation of, hey, I have this opportunity. This is how you get to that opportunity. Don't ever just settle with where you're at if you're not happy with the role you're playing. But ultimately remember that every role mm-hmm. in the hotel is what will bring you closer to your goal of what you want to be. Yeah. So how can you explain a little bit more about how you help one of your staff members to kind of see that future path and get on that road to, you know, a a more, you know, perhaps ambitious position? I really think it it starts with just motivating. Um, Sometimes you get stuck, like I said, in just your role and not realizing their full potential. So like if I were to see like my front desk agent doing something that's above and beyond, I always try to compliment that and say, hey, do you know that that is a type of style or a type of, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, the type of thing, item that can help you prosper in other areas of the hotel industry, the hospitality industry, um, just caring. I mean, just being to care about each individual guest and their needs is so key to me because I feel like a lot of things that have happened go, you know, since I was younger and now that I'm older, it's changed. Um, customer care has changed. And some people get in the norm of, um, it used to be how treat others the way you want to be treated. And now it's more, how do they want to be treated? And you have yeah. to have that open communication to be able to know what they need. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, you know, that's actually come up as a theme in other conversations I've had with leaders. Um, the first part of what you were saying that often people need an, a leader to acknowledge where they're standing out yes. because they may not see it themselves yes. and they may, you know, not be confident enough to realize their full potential. Um, so it's, it's, it's someone is seeing something in them that has never been really pulled out before. Um, and that's, I think that's a really important of a lead, you know, a really important role of a leader is to do that for sure. I agree. Yeah. So how would someone, uh, close to you describe you as a leader? I would hope that they would say that I was caring and compassionate And when I say I'm going to do something, I follow through and that they always know that I'm a resource for anything, whether it be a personal resource or a team resource for at the hotel. Um, Because I feel like a happy employee, a happy teammate will do better and feel better outside and inside the hotel walls. Yeah, yeah. So can you say something more about that idea of dependability that actually came up in an, in a recent conversation? I, I think we often underestimate how important follow through and dependability is. Um, can you say a little bit more about that? Yeah. I am. I'm just a firm believer in if I tell you I'm going to do something, I do it. And if I can't do it, I'm going to find the resource that's going to help us get to that answer. Um, it builds that trust because if yes. everyone trusts everyone, then they know that no matter what they do, someone is there to have their back. Yeah. 
you hit you hit the nail on the head. I mean, trust, <laughs> trust building as you know, in building your team and your culture. Uh, I think it's one of the most fundamental pieces of making it all work. Um, Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. So going on to some more, uh, a more existential question, what, what makes life and work meaningful for you? I really think it's like leaving those everlasting um, memories. Um, you know, when I was younger, I can recall so many family, you know, traveling events that we done and vacations. And then you have that one significant thing that you're like, oh my gosh, that was the best experience I ever had um, mm -hmm. on my vacation. And just being able to, you know, make a guest experience memorable. It just like, I don't know, it gives something inside my heart that just makes it like shine. I love to be able to do that because I know what those memories mean to me for me and my family. So just being able to leave an everlasting memory for them to remember and think, oh my goodness, that was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. So how, you know, I think that's also a piece of the puzzle in terms of, um, creating more passion for our industry is connecting employees to that purpose and that meaning mm -hmm. of what are we in the end? We're not just providing a hotel room with a bed right. and a bathroom. We are providing these memorable experiences. Mm -hmm. How do you connect your, your oper your staff um, in operations to that bigger meaning and purpose? Well, it's kind of like, um, I don't limit them to say, okay, you're housekeeping your front desk because we all play a role in the guest experience from the time that they step in the door by greeting them, making them feel warm and welcome that we are here to help them in any need that they have. And as far as down to the housekeeper as well, if the housekeeper sees them in the hall, hi, how are you doing? Is there anything I can do? It just having that servitude heart is what I try to promote and pull them in with um, because that is our ultimate goal is to be there as the resource to make them feel at home when they're away from home. Yeah. It, it sounds like it's connecting those, um, those details of, you know, of how people behave in their day-to-day -day roles and mm -hmm. understanding that those small things that you do make a difference. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so when have you underestimated yourself as a leader or as a um, person in general? <laughs> well, okay. I had this sinker, um, that I allowed to kind of demotivate me at one point. Mm -hmm. And then I just took a moment to myself and just, um, reflected on everything. And I realized, listen, that sinker cannot allow you to take your motivation away from the end goal because the end goal ultimately is that guest experience and how we, you know, as a team work together. So if a teammate is not being in that boat with you and rowing, then you just got to realize sometimes those sinkers are the ones if you take that out of the equation, your motivation is right back up there. Yeah. So I love that metaphor. So being in a being in a boat, it's like being in a boat and you've got someone who's who's sinking the boat so you can't yes. get to your destination. Correct. Um, you know, I 
I, I, I've seen that before in my whole own hotel business. And, uh, I often return, re refer to those staff members as toxic, uh, employees, um, because, you know, it's, it's also really important. Like you said, if you don't weed those people out quickly, um, it can, it can really impact the morale and the motivation of the whole team. Oh, it definitely does. It, it opens up to the trust as well. They can break that trust so easily just Yeah. by implanting the wrong perception of a person. And it's just so important that once you um, mentally have seen that that is the end of their in the boat, <laughs> um, we, you just have to eliminate that because just that one, you're thinking, oh, I can push through. It's just that one. No, you have to get rid of that sinker to be able to, you know, for everyone to row that boat, because if they're there, they're going to sink you. And it doesn't matter what you say or do, if that's their motivation and their thinking, that's what they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the relationship to self-confident, your own confidence, um, you know, which I think is, you know, at the, at the core of this too, that often as leaders, the, the, the sinkers and the toxic employees can really shake us, um, Oh, yes. and really make ourselves doubt our abilities to manage those situations. Mm -hmm. Um, so how, how, you know, I mean, you, you, you might, you probably have, you're visualizing your, in your head, like a certain person or situation. Yes. <laughs> So how, how did you in that situation, um, you know, really garner that self-confidence and motivation back to handle that situation? I just kept pushing forward and honestly, the sinker took their self out because they didn't like change. Sometimes people can be afraid of change, but to me, change means you're trying to fix the problem. And maybe that change will not totally fix the problem, but maybe a part of that will. So you just Yeah. continue to grow from that change and, you know, and that person just didn't like change and sometimes change is necessary. Yes. Yeah. And that's part of our jobs as leaders Yes. is to, to manage that change and bring people along with us for sure. Correct. Yeah. When, uh, or what, what event has shaped you as a leader? I was so excited about this question. Um, <laughs> David Kong's retirement speech for Best Western. I'm telling you what, tearjerker. <laughs> he is just amazing. And um, just want I just wanted to write this quote down because this is something that I have just held close to my heart. Um, that I lead by, um, that he said, the industry has empowered me to dream boldly about the future and the purpose those and to pursue those dreams without hesitation. I just, that just resonates to me so much because like I said, the hotel industry has opened so many doors for me and just to be able to feel like I'm fearless in this. There's no wrong, you know, choice or decision because everything is a learning experience. And as long as you're willing to learn from those mistakes and grow from them, that's key to me. Yes. Yeah. And that's, um, I, I thank you for sharing that. And, uh, that moment, uh, you know, having leaders in the industry like that, who inspire us 
you know, that is so critical. Um, yes. And, and did also, you, yeah, go I'm ahead. Sorry. No, I also want to give a shout out to Dorothy Dowling. I just think she is just amazing. And just what she has done for women in the industry is just so inspiring. Yes. Yeah. She is another really wonderful um, leader and yes. someone to look up to for sure. Um, it sounds like you might, uh, have you given a listen to DEI advisors? Yes, I yes. have. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, me yes. too. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, I'm definitely going to share that. Um, uh, I, I think that's, that's so great to, to give our role models, uh, an appreciation like, yes. That. Um, so we'll because make sometimes sure. leaders do not get that we're so fixated on giving our team those, um, mm -hmm. you know, inspirational, like how we feel about them, that sometimes as leaders, we don't always get that. And, you know, not always do you need that because I feel like sometimes when we're in that role, we just know our role and, right. but it's great to get that recognition. And I just, yeah. I absolutely love them. And I just, just their whole story, everything they're about. It's just, they just show you what true hospitality is meant to be. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, and how, how might you pass on that spirit and essence to people who are looking up to you? Um, just leading by example, um, doing the right thing, even when no one's looking, that's key. Um, because to me, I would rather my team do the right thing behind my back because then that leave, leaves me a sense of, okay, they have learned from my example that I'm doing the right thing always. Yeah. I mean, you just defined the meaning of integrity, which is another such a key piece of leadership. And I, I just want to repeat that it's, you know, it's doing one of the pieces of integrity, which is such a complex concept, but one of the key parts of it is doing the right thing when people aren't looking, not just mm -hmm. when they are looking and being authentic and, um, you know, following through. Uh, being dependable, things like that are all part mm -hmm. of integrity as well. Um, so that's, that's very important. It's yes. great to hear. So what leadership competencies do you think are nece necessary? I mean, speaking of change, as we did before, um, mm -hmm. you know, things are, it seems like getting faster and faster in terms of the change we're dealing with on a worldwide scale, but also in the industry specifically, what do you think are the most important leadership competencies for this next phase of change? Well, definitely integrity, as we talked about, because it's learning from your mistakes and taking ownership of those mistakes. Mm -hmm. Because as a leader, if you do not show that you're taking ownership, why would your team? Mm -hmm. um, I also believe um, being trustworthy, you gotta be trustworthy to build that mm -hmm. team to if you, if they trust you, then your guests are going to trust your team um, yeah. because it builds off of you building that trust with the team. And then I really hundred percent think communication, like I said, it's changed so much because you have mm -hmm. to be able to have that open communication to know what does that guest want? It's like I said, it's no more of what I want and how I want to be treated. It's how they want to be treated. Yeah. So you have to have that open communication. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, the communication, trust, integrity, uh, yeah, those are all key parts of, of leading the change, right. And not mm -hmm. just being part of it, but leading it. So 
that the people that work with you and for you, um, you know, like you said, that they trust the process and mm -hmm. that that's such a key component for sure. Absolutely. What would you consider is your leadership edge? Um, I would say because I get to know the whole person, not just the team person. Um, I may, maybe my teammate is having a issue at home and they just need someone to listen to them. Um, just taking five minutes. Come on, let's go in my office. Let's talk. Let's have a, you know, let me just listen. Um, I just want them to always know that I care and mm -hmm. I just don't care about their work performance. I care about them as a person. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's, uh, I often follow the Gallup poll, which measures well being and, and employee engagement. And that has been often mentioned as really important in employee engagement is mm -hmm. showing that you care and you care about the whole person. Yes because it's not the case anymore that you can say work is work and life is life right yes. i mean there that line doesn't exist um yes. and one impacts the other for sure mm -hmm. um so that that's that's become a key responsibility uh, mm -hmm. for us as leaders for sure how do you want to be remembered well this one was a tough one because there's so many things that, you know, I haven't accomplished that I want to accomplish. So, but the main thing that I want to be known for is that, that I loved my family. I loved my career and I done everything in my power to empower women in the hospitality industry, mm -hmm. because I think that's our responsibility as a woman in the hospitality industry, because sometimes you do get that pushback. You don't see as many women as the leaders. So I yeah. just think it's so important that we empower women to know that there is a place in hospitality for us. And as long as you have the will and the want, it's there. Yeah, no, that's critical. And are there some specific ways that you have engaged women in the industry or have thought about engaging other women? Yeah, it's just like my ultimate, like I said, there's things that I want to accomplish. I still haven't. And one of my things that I, a goal of mine is to just be able to be a resource for women. Um, I feel like when I first um, started as a um, assistant general manager, the current general manager was a woman and she did not lead me. She basically, I felt left out to dry. Um, mm. and so I took it upon myself to empower myself. So I just want to be a source to any woman that is on my team to let them know like, Hey, this is not the end be all. Hey, this is the resources. You want more knowledge. This is how you get it in that industry. Hey, guess what? Um, they offer grants for, um, to get your degree. I mean, things like that. I want to always give them the tools to grow. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's, that's very inspiring to hear, um, Thank you. keep that up for sure. So, uh, what, before I get to my last question, I, I, I'm throwing, I'm going to throw in an unexpected one, but, um, <laughs> you know, I do, I have noticed you do post a lot on LinkedIn and, um, you know, I think that's an important piece of like building your personal brand. Mm -hmm. Um, when, when you are posting things and thinking about that, do you have any like advice or 
Can you talk a little bit more about why you do that and why you think it's important? Yeah, it's kind of like um, I just want to be authentic. And if it's something that's happening, I'm just going to be as transparent as possible. And I think that's what I try to do with my posts. You might yeah. not agree. You might not like how I say it or it might not be the norm. But guess what? That's the reality. Yeah. I'm in the trenches. I know the reality. So I'm going to put that reality out there and I just try to be authentic with it. Yeah. No, and that, that definitely comes across. I mean, that's what attracted, you know, and stood out to me, um, you know, to be, to want to further pursue and connect with you was mm -hmm. that authenticity and, you know, you're putting the real stuff out there, not just the, the glorified positive stuff. Right, right. Yeah, absolutely. So what vision would you pursue if you had everything that you need to succeed right now? Um, well, I would, like I said, some type of um, organization that is helping women in the hospitality industry um, and being able to help them. Because like I said, when I started, I really did not have that resource. I was self-taught, took every initiative to learn every training, thousands of hours of training, just to get, you know, the knowledge. And so I would like to be able to be that resource to be one click away or one phone call away where, hey, I just have this question. What would you do? How would you handle this? So that yeah. way I can put them into the ability to find that if I'm not the resource that I can help them find that resource. And also another dream of mine is a bed and breakfast in like the Caribbean. I mean, oh, I just feel like, love it. I feel like B&Bs, I love the Caribbean, but the B&Bs are just so much more you have time to be more personable and, you know, cater to every personal touch that you would love because I just love personal touches. Yeah. Um, like if I have a, a guest that's a returning guest and loyal to us, then I try to do something extra. Like even if it's just like a goodie bag in their room when they come in, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just love those personal touches because like I said, I want to build everlasting memories that they're like, we just had the best experience. Yeah. That reminds me of, I was just reading an article today about um, artificial intelligence and the hospitality industry. And I mean, one of the things it talks about that the, the opportunity of AI for our industry is to be able to automate a lot of more like things that, that take up a lot of our time mm -hmm. um, the, and our repeatable processes so that you can focus more on the guest and yes. you know creating those memorable experiences um is that something that you know you've been looking into or or you know just automation in general or being more efficient in administration yeah um i i feel like ai is really going to be a trendsetter in our industry um, because it's going to open up so many doors, like you said, to take care of those little things. Um, hey, it's already automated what I need to know. Right. And it's right there in front of your face. It's not something you have to search out. It's going to make it to streamline it a lot better. But and then on, on the same token, you know, I know a lot of people are afraid of that because they feel like that personal touch and that, you know, being, you know, one-on-one -on -one with that guest is going to change. But I feel like it's just a matter of how you use it. Yeah. You know, so I, I really think it's going to be a good thing as long as you know how to use it. Yeah, absolutely. And and that, you know, it, it sounds like shifting deliberately, like how you work right. so that you are really still using 
people to make that connection with the guests um, and not completely replacing the interactions that we have with yes. automated features mm -hmm. uh, and that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. I love checking into a hotel and just the warmness and the just making you feel like you're at home. So I feel like that's, you know, always going to be a key in the hospitality industry. I know um, there's a lot of now they've got the automated um, kiosk where it has an actual like person there that will check you in. Right. And that's great and everything for maybe and to me great for like maybe an overnight shift, late shift. But I feel like during like your first and second shift, that's more the personal ones. And I think that that shouldn't be replaced. That's yeah. just my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm going to throw in another uh, question. Okay. Uh, I'm curious to, you know, in terms of I, you're probably in budget planning season right now and thinking about next year. What do you think are some of the biggest challenges and, and opportunities that you're kind of thinking about in terms of, of your strategic planning? Um, well, I'm trying to, um, we just acquired a second hotel, um, so we're, and it's a new brand, you know, new learning experiences, so I'm very excited about that to be able to grow um, with that, but I really think that what I'm trying to move towards more is being more green, mm. um, I think that's so vital for, you know, our world, um, yeah. it's changed so much since I've just, you know, become an adult, I mean, it's yeah. unreal, like some of the changes, and I just feel like if everybody does their part, then that's just going to help everybody in the end. So I'm trying to gear more towards becoming more green at, at my hotels yeah. um, because I just think it's so vital. Yeah. Are there some specific sustainability practices that you're going to be prioritizing? Yeah, I would like to get EV chargers in my hotels. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's awesome because, you know, um, not a lot of hotels have those and not a lot of smaller hotels have those. Yeah. So um, just being able to have that and just even down to your toilet paper, like, come on, they've got recyclable, yeah. you know, items. Right. Just using those, um, those are going to help. That makes a huge difference. It might not seem like it is because it's just one small item, but that one small item helps the environment. Yeah. Yeah. So really you're looking at every aspect of like your supply chain and yes. you know thing services that you can offer to your guests that are more sustainable yes um yeah that's wonderful yeah we actually at my property we have an ev station oh do you um it was part of a a special program that they were doing with my town and so we said yes we'll sign up let's do it um, and we've definitely noticed more usage yeah. uh, in the last, especially with rising gas prices and oh, yeah. and more availability of EV stations. And, you know, the opportunity, too, is that a lot of times these stations, they the they show up on a special map. Mm hmm. So you also get you get some marketing value out of it yes, as yes. well. Um, and it draws a, a, a new kind of customer to your property. As yeah. well. And and if we show that we're caring, why would they not want to stay with us? Right. Yeah. That's absolutely. my, you know, my thinking. Yeah, for sure. So is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners today about your work or your property? Um, anything else? Just, I just want everyone to feel empowered to learn their full potential. Don't give up. 
keep pushing forward and always remember your end goal and keep that in mind. Don't let any sinkers take you away from that or toxic people because guess what? You're in charge of your own ending, right? Yeah. So you can't let them write that ending for you. Write it yourself. Yeah. Write your own story. Well, that is a great place to wrap up today. I think that's just so inspiring. Um, you know, to reach for your, your highest potential. And, and that's certainly one of my goals and the impact I want to have on the industry. So I share that with you is helping people to do that. So yes, yes. Thank you for this conversation today. It's been a pleasure t talking with you, Michelle, and um, be sure to look out for Michelle on LinkedIn um, and connect with her. Uh, she's a great leader uh, to, to, to as a role model for leadership in our industry. And thank you so much again. I appreciate it very much. Yeah. Thank you so much.